All right, my friends, welcome to The Rise to Top. If you are looking for something else, you are in the wrong place, my friends. Today on The Rise to Top, we're going to talk about building genuine relationships with super cool people. I feel like I'm going to cough, by the way, during this introduction. So when I cough, I'm not going to edit it out. Just be like, wow, what's wrong with you, David? You know, whatever. So by the way, let's talk about why we're talking about building relationships today. Why, 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 why do we care about this? So here's the thing. When it comes to ingredients for success for mediapreneurship, you know, mediapreneurship, my favorite word, mediapreneurs, mediapreneurship, that's what, that's what we all are. There's really three keys to success. I mean, there's more than that, but three like major pillars. And that is a badass audience of raving fans. Got to have the badass audience of raving fans. Two, a, uh, you have to have badass products and services, right? You have to have a back-end business, you know, good back-end. And number three, you have to have badass relationships. I don't care what niche you're in, there's key people to have relationships with that need to know you, that you need to know, all that kind of jazz. Like if I was a dog trainer, I would look for the celebrities in that niche. There's that like dog whisperer dude, all that kind of stuff. You got to know the key people uh, in your niche. So coming up right now, we're going to have a conversation with Saul Colt, who is the head of magic at FreshBooks. How about that one? The head of magic at FreshBooks, which is one of my favorite online businesses. And we're just going to, you know, kick the kick the tin here for a little while, if you will. Give some advice on building relationships with those like kind of super important people, things to do, things not to do. Very different here in the social media era because, you know, access uh, is now easier, which therefore makes it harder. Think about that one. That's like a haiku or something, right? So access makes it easier which means it's harder. So that means that a lot of people are more accessible now, but that means it takes a lot more to stick out as well. So we're going to talk about that today. It's all coming up right now on the Rise to the Top. Now, two quick messages before we get started on a few reminders, if you will. I want to thank and give a special shout out to our sponsors, GoToMeeting and Carbonite. It's because of them I get to do the show for you free every single week. It's not behind a paywall or anything like that. So please, please do go support the sponsors. Show some love. Go to meeting the easiest way, period, to have online meetings. You can go face-to-face, face-to-face with slides. You can do group with slides, group with face-to-face. All right, whatever. You, you get the guy, you get the you get the darn idea. Head over to go to meeting.com, click the try it free button, enter the promo code RISE for 45 days free on me. And let's talk carbonite online backup. You can check this out at the rise to the top.com slash carbonite, and you're gonna get a free trial, and then you enter the promo code RISE, get two bonus months with purchase. But here's the deal. You know, my dad's joining the Rise to the Top. You guys know this as as vice president. Super exciting times. I got him a new computer. Actually, I got myself a new computer. Gave him my old computer. But we had to make sure Carbonite is installed in all this stuff because the last thing I want to do is, you know, dad like forgets his computer somewhere or something like that. And then we can't access any of the files. So Carbonite.com, amazing automatic online backup. Uh, super, super affordable too. Check it out, therisetop.com slash Carbonite. And also the results keep getting bigger, bigger and more awesome with Create Awesome Interviews. You know, that's my flagship product here on the Rise to the Top. It is my complete system for creating, promoting, and profiting from online interviews. You can take the free three-part course at createawesomeinterviews.com. Just enter your email. That'll be off on the way. We've had thousands and thousands of people uh, that have gone through Create Awesome Interviews and are just tearing up the interview world. So why not you? Why not you? Got to go do that, createawesomeinterviews.com. All right, well, welcome, my friends. This is The Rise to the Top. I'm David Seitman Garland, a.k.a. the most electrifying man in mediapreneurship, uh, I just made that up, a.k.a. DSG, a.k.a. Uncle David. Uh, and we are here 
not only uh, am I wearing my purple shirt, my special purple shirt, but here to help you build your mediapreneur business. You know, that's what that's what we're all about here. And uh, today, you know, I like this description. Sal Colt, the smartest man in the world. Can't make this up. He's the head of magic at FreshBooks, a very cool online company. We talk about, like I said, building genuine relationships with influential people and, you know, all types of people today on the show. Some do's, some don'ts, some other things like that. Um, and uh, here's the key is that you have to have that right attitude. And we talk about that coming up here on the show. It's all about the right attitude and approach with people because you don't want to be what I call the relationship douchesaurus that just comes in and just tries to suck the blood out of people and annoy them. You don't want to be that guy or girl. We're going to talk about how doing it correctly today on The Rise of Top. So enjoy it with Sal Colt right now. All right, so I'm joined today by someone that has one of the coolest names I've heard in a long time, Sal Colt, Head of Magic. Is that is that the actual title? Sal. That is that is my title, but did you think my name was cool or my title was cool? No, the actual thing that I thought was cool, first and foremost, was the name. Because, I mean, how many other Sal Colts are there in the world? That, there's probably not many. Hopefully not. All right, very cool. So, first of all, coming at us from Toronto, um, tell us, just give us the brief, like, 411 on you for a second, Sal. Just, just because uh, you were once described here. Uh, by one of our mutual friends here as the smartest man in the world. So why don't you tell us a little bit about kind of who you are and what you do. Hi, so I am the head of magic at FreshBooks. Uh, I do a lot of the um, the interesting stuff here. Anything that you find cool or interesting about FreshBooks, I probably um, touched it in some strange way. And, and most of my touches are strange because that's just sort of the only way to describe um, what I do. But I, I do a lot of the creative stuff, a lot of social media, a lot of um, sort of, you know, being out in the world, spending time with customers, speaking at conferences, uh, you know, all, all the interesting stuff. And, uh, and as far as being the smartest man in the world, it's not just your friend that, that said it. I prove it on an almost every uh, day basis, but also... Uh, when you Google me, uh, smartest man in the world, I haven't checked in a while because I'm not that narcissistic, but I used to appear on the first page. I'm pretty sure, by the way, if I was listed as the smartest man in the world, which I am certainly not, I think I'm the opposite, um, I would be checking every day because I would be that narcissistic. I would be literally every day, and if anyone came near me, I'd buy ads against them. You would, I'd be unstoppable. Um, so so ba- bottom line is, Sal, if it's cool and it's happening at FreshBooks, you've got a paw in it somewhere. If it's boring... That has nothing to do with you, right? Exactly. Okay, got it. So today we're going to talk a little bit about, and and this is a topic that is very, very dear home to me for sure, um, is we're going to talk a little bit about kind of building genuine influencer relationships. So uh, first of all, how would you define a a genuine influencer relationship? That's a mouthful for those at home. Uh, Well, I I define it as a friendship with somebody who, um, for whatever reason, they can do something that helps you. Um, you know, that, that really is an influencer. I think a lot of people get the word influencer confused. They think it's only the people with 100,000 followers or it's only the people who are super shiny and, and famous. But, you know, an influencer, if, if you sell stamps and there's somebody who has a stamp blog that has 500 uh, followers and they're all super keen and eager and they would all buy your product, that person is way more desirable to you than Guy Kawasaki or or somebody who's got you know a million followers because that person can get you to that person can actually influence 500 key people that can help you or buy your product or spread a message or do whatever. So, um, but influencer relationships are 
just like a real relationship. They're, they're a friendship. They're something that take a little while to, to grow and earn. And a lot of times they can, you know, you have to do as much for that person as that person does for you. You can't just keep taking, taking. Influencers are, and relationships are like fridges. If you empty the fridge, you got to put something back in it every now and then. Right. No, I, I totally understand. And also a great point on that because I think a lot of people miss that sort of first step of thinking, oh, you know, here's someone that looks very important and has 10 zillion Twitter followers or something like that. I got to, I have to, beca- you know, I, they have to know me and I have to know them when it might not be the right fit for even what you're trying to do or what they're trying to do. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, and I think you see that a lot of time with like celebrity tweeters. You have people that are like going at them without any idea who these people are that are following them. That's a whole other story. But um, let's talk a little bit about kind of the, the, the issue that I see that is getting off on the right foot. So before even approaching someone, you have to kind of know who are the key influencers. So let's just say, let's make up something. Uh, Sal, what's one of your hobbies? Give me, give me, a, give me a random Sal hobby. Uh, I like watching TV. Okay, watching TV. Uh, any, specific, mm-hmm. any specific shows or anything like that? I'm a big fan of the USA Network and all of their shows. And it might just be that I'm from Canada, and it's it's sort of like a, 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 a supply-demand thing. I can't get it up here, so I have to plan my travel schedule around like things like burn notice and white collar. Okay, got it. So you're, you're like a USA drama watcher guy. Okay. Yes. Now, let's pretend, uh, for the sake of argument here, uh, that you had a blog or uh, or in this case a podcast or a web show right which is a lot of our audience here um, and you were like okay I need to find some influencers that that would be interested in something you know maybe it's the actors or the producers or I don't, I don't know whoever it might be how would you start to identify who the key people are that you need to form a relationship with before you even get into doing a relationship um, so I do it kind of the old-fashioned manual way there's lots of sort of ways you can sort of shortcut things, you can use clout, you can use things like that. I don't agree with them. I don't think they're real accurate measures. So I, I go in old school. I go, you know, it's it's usually pretty easy to find who the one person is to talk about, who's the most interesting person in that space. Uh, you can find that through Google and figure out who has a blog or whatever. Then look who that person's talking to and who's responding and who's engaging to do this really, really properly. It takes time. It's a real person investment may not be a financial investment, but it's a real time suck if you want to do it properly. But the reward is so much greater if you do it properly. So you can literally map out who's engaging, who's responding to comments, who's talking, who has followers, who's who are their followers. Like I will always go into somebody's Twitter account uh, and just look at who they're following because who they're following is usually a pretty good indicator. But you can also search Twitter bios. You can search all sorts of things. But you know, there's. There's all sorts of little tiny tricks that just, you know, it's it's a process, but it's a process that's very valuable. And, and you just mentioned Twitter. Is that your uh, go-to stalking platform for that? I mean, you know, you know what I mean, stalking. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, go to, the go-to basically place where you can identify people. Is that your is that your favorite place to go? Uh, uh, you know, in, in the social web or or what's uh, what do you think? Like, my go-to stocking place is usually a bush or a tree outside of the right. first house. About um, you got to get about 10, 15 feet high. I understand. Yes, but online, um, Twitter is easy to maneuver. Twitter is open. It's not closed like Facebook, so you can pretty much poke around uh, anywhere you want. 
Um, but, you know, I like to do a lot of stuff in, in person, too. Go to right. an event that's very specialized to what you're, 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 you're trying to do. It's, it's amazing how many meetups are out there. Um, you know, even if it's a small group, you get 20 people who know exactly what you want, what you need, whatever. Those people have audiences, and it grows exponentially from there. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, I, I use this analogy, like, all the time in general for, like, so many different things. But I'm going to use it again. It's just like getting the ball rolling off the hill. Like, you have to like, get it going, and then you can start spotting and moving, and you can find different things that's going on. Now, here is one of the issues that I see. I see, I see people identify. So let's say they find that they want to connect to, you know, USA Mark, who's like some, you know, aficionado on the USA network or something like that for your podcast that you're doing about uh, shows on, on USA. You want to connect to this guy. I've seen so many crappy approaches. It's unbelievable. Um, uh, you know, and going at this and I, I it, it scares me half to death um, because it happens to me too. Um, I'd like to think I don't do too many, and I've probably done it before too. Um, but what is the right way to approach someone, assuming that, of course, they're busy, assuming, of course, they got stuff going on, they're not waiting for you to come ask for something. Uh, how do you approach someone? Um, treat it the same way you'd approach someone at a shopping mall or at a party or anything. You don't walk up and ask for something right away. You actually, like, you know, show a little humanity, you know, do, do nice things for people. Actually, just engage them in the conversation. Get to know the person as a person because guess what? Just because this person's influential, there's a lot of people with similar influence. This person, we're talking about someone fictional, could be a real jerk. And it may not be anyone that you even want on your podcast or it may not be a personality fit. So I would actually just, you know, hang out with that person, whether it's virtually or in person. Try to get to know them a little bit before you make an ask. You would never walk up to a stranger and ask them for $100 or something. You'd never walk up to somebody. You'd ease into something like that. So it's, you know, just, you know, respond to a couple tweets or, or self-identify yourself and say, you know, I love the fact that you talk about all this stuff. This is one of my favorite things, too. And see if you can just start a conversation. It should never be like you don't walk up to a woman and, and say, you know, Hey, let's you know go to the bathroom and, and make out or something. Well, some people. Well, like, I mean, I used I, to. I mean, just yeah. you know, I mean, come I'm on, who, who doesn't do that? Yeah. Yeah, but but it's like the same sort of principle. You have to sort of ease into it. These are real relationships. Whether you ever meet the person in 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 real life or not, it is still a connection. It's still a relationship. It's still a friendship that you're trying to build. Because you don't want these things to be transactional. You don't want to, you know, burn your network or ask for one favor and then piss people off and they never want to talk to you. Because, you know, you're reaching out to maybe somebody on the other side of the world. They have the exact same skills and tools that you have. They can burn your reputation as quickly as you can make a friendship. Yeah, no, it's a great point. I mean, you know, and another thing that I see, I see, like, first mistake that I see is exactly what you said is, of course, approaching someone and you're in dire need of something and you and you come off as the beggar guy or girl, right? You don't want to be that guy or girl. <laughs> the second thing that I see is what I would call the uh, the cheap praise person. So what they'll do is they'll they'll do something nice for you just to get something in return like right away. So like for mm -hmm. example, I see this like so so for example, here's something that happened and God bless their heart. I'm sure they're a very nice person if I brought them home to meet my mother, but um, they they send like a tweet like, "Oh, I just shared, you know, one of your Rise to the Top shows, you know, on Twitter. And I'm like, okay, great, you know, thanks. You know, and they're like, can you tweet this for me? Mm -hmm. You know, two seconds later. I mean, like, you know, or, you know, or whatever, the next day, something like that. And it seems like 
people don't take you would never do that in a in a in a legitimate relationship offline why I, i'm curious why do you think people do that online i don't know is it just lazy i i think that the expectation has been set differently so um online is is a very very intimate thing um you know like there's people i've never met in real life but i feel like i know them extremely well um but maybe i'm also crazy maybe they don't feel the same way so it's 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 really hard to judge people's intentions i am um, i don't think of myself as internet a celebrity or anything like that i don't have the the numbers that you know celebrities have or something like that but i get requests all the time to help me with this or promote this charity or this or that and i will do it if I feel like doing it and a lot of times I know I'm being taken advantage of but I have self-awareness to know I'm being taken advantage of and I make the decision whether I want to or not um, but I do take offense to people I've never had a conversation with or never spoken to who ask me for something and I respond very politely and say you know this just really isn't my thing I'm sorry and then they get really mad at me because I think for also there's this weird sense of entitlement online where people just think we should do everything oh, for everybody God. and I don't understand it. Oh, it's nail in the head. And, and you know, mm-hmm. I'm curious, I'm curious on that. Yeah, I, I see the same thing happen all the time. Um, and that is, do you think it's better? And I'd be actually interested to hear what the, our, our Rise Nation has to say about this in the comments. This is going to be our question of the week right here, by the way. Question of the week is, I'm curious, if you were approaching someone um, and would you rather hear back a very, very hard no? Or, of course, if you're being approached, give a very, very hard no or say nothing? See, I always respond because um, it's just it's the way I was brought up. But, I, but I'm also, like, really polite about it. I, I value and cherish every one of my followers. I don't know them all. Mm-hmm. But I feel that they have to be some of the smartest, most attractive people in the world because right. they're, they're paying attention to what I say. Obviously, you know, and they're and, like, and, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, but I, I take it seriously. Like, I'm half joking, but I will not push things down people's throat. And because of that, I'm maybe not as popular as I could be. And I don't get free stuff in the mail from people because they know that I'm not going to talk about things unless I really actually dig it because I believe that, you know, there's no value for me to shill for other people's organizations. Um, but at the same time, I, I'm, you know, I was raised a certain way, so I will respond to everybody. And I think the fact that I do respond to people does sometimes um, incite the, well, you're a jerk. You know, how hard is it just hit retweet when like, I'm trying to curate a relevant message to people and I want people to believe me when I say something online or I want people to actually say, if I like a book, I want people to actually go dig the book because we have a shared interest in it or they believe you know, that I'm saying this not because I'm making an affiliate link of 15 cents or, or something like that. Yeah, I think I racked up an Amazon uh, about 20 bucks. That means I, I think uh, I sold like 10,000 books or something. I, I don't think that math, math is right. Um, but uh, no, I, I understand what you're saying because there's, a, there's also a huge difference between getting something from someone that you could say is in your community one one form or fashion. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you recognize their name, you might not know them, you might not have met them on the street yet, but you know, you recognize them from a blog comment or from a show comment or from a comment on Facebook or something like that versus mm-hmm. I think the complete random person mm-hmm. that you don't have any clue and they come in with a big request. You know what I mean? I think there's I think yeah. there's a, a very big difference there cuz I I've always said to people um, one of the philosophies I've kind of noticed um, sort of by accident is that when you start getting 
involved in people's communities, you know, that you want to connect to all over the place. Not in a weird stalking like up in the tree way, but you're legitimately mm -hmm. in there. When you reach out to them, and I'm not saying making a request, but just saying hi or something like that, everyone is much more likely to respond to someone that they sort of recognize. Mm -hmm. You know, as opposed, even if it's just a little miniature digital relationship, as opposed to someone that is just out of the blue. I mean, exactly. that's, that, that's what I, I've seen over and over again. I agree. Yeah, so for sure. So, all right, let's talk about, um, you know, how you can build a relationship with that person. So it's one thing to, you know, identify. It's another thing to kind of say hi and say, hey, I just want to, you know, I like what you're doing. It's another thing to start to kind of build that relationship and create it more into what I would say, you know, a partnership, right? Um, that is where people, I think, get stuck. Um, is there any kind of tips or from your experience what you've seen that works or doesn't work when it comes to kind of building the, that relationship further? So it's different for every person and it's different depending on what your goals are and, and things like that and your motivations. But, you know, to, to sum it up really simply and generally, it's, it's add value to that person whether you could share some interesting links to something that's relevant to them or, you know, if you have access to something that's pretty cool, you share it with them. Or even if it's just, you know, cheering them up when you see that they're having a crappy day or wishing them a happy birthday, it's any way you can add value. Always give before you take. And, you know, like I say this all the time in, in meetings and things and people sort of don't understand the intent or, or they think I'm standoffish, but I tell people all the time, I'm only going to ask for things I know you can give me and I sort of hope you'll say yes. I never go beyond the realm of, of, of good taste or common sense or what's, what's right or whatever. So, like, I'm not going to ask somebody, you know, I, I sort of treat things the way you treat, you know, normal people. I'm not going to ask a stranger if I can borrow their car. Um, but it's like if I would ask for a retweet if it was 100% relevant to what they talk about all the time. So, you know, asking somebody to retweet something about English soccer if they live in, you know, like a, a small community in in Iowa or something. Oh, I was going to say Iowa. That's so right? weird. That is so, I, I swear to God, I was about to say Iowa out of my mouth. I have no offense to everyone that's in Iowa, but but that is crazy shenanigans right there. That well, is, I'm an amateur mentalist. That was, that just freaked the heck out of me right there. That was, I, Iowa was on the tip of my little tongue right there. That is funny. I, I'm an amateur mentalist, so I read your mind. Before this interview's over, I'll try to bend a spoon. Yeah, well, but you literally now, are the smartest man in the world. All right, continue. There you go. I don't even remember what I was saying at this point, but but it really is, you know, like it's 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 use common sense. It's it's you know, it's like what what is what is right? What is wrong? You're not going to ask somebody for something giant if you could never give the repay them in some respect, or if it's not relevant, or it doesn't you know, it's not going to help them in any way. Yeah. Like the best partnerships are always equal on both sides. So, you know, if I'm giving you a blog mention and you are able to do something that's equally as valuable to me, you never want people feeling like they got they got burned or beaten or were taken advantage of. Yeah, and by the way, what I what I uh, shamelessly interrupted there was exactly what you were talking about was relevance. You wouldn't go to someone in, let's say, Iowa, ask them to tweet about a team, a local soccer team, and say England. Because mm -hmm. it doesn't match the relevance. Uh, or know, asking someone in New York to promote an event in California or something like right. that. Like it's, it's just like there's, there's all sorts of misconnects that happen every day on social media. 
Right, right. It's so true. And, so, and you know, a lot of my peeps here mm-hmm. at, at Rise Nation are show hosts of some kind. You know, they have podcasts, mm-hmm. they've got web shows, we've got all kinds of delicious awesomeness uh, here in the community. And what I've noticed, and I want to get your take on this, um, because something that I try to encourage people to do is use their show as a handshake and as a, a entryway, if you will, to do something cool for people that you want to meet. You know, either that you, if you have an interview show, you can have them on an interview maybe, um, or if you're not even at that point yet where you feel comfortable reaching out, you can, you know, review their book. You can talk about um, their products. You can do anything that can give a little love and then just reach out and say, you know, not ask for anything, but say, hey, I, you know, I appreciate what you're doing, Sal. I want to talk about fresh books, and, and here's a link to check it out. You know, and I think that when relationships that start to build like that, just by reaching out with your show, which is an incredible asset, by the way, um, mm-hmm. can create stuff that can go on for the long run. I, I couldn't agree more. So I'm not going to out this person because it's not fair, but I have a friend who started a podcast for the sole specific reason of meeting thought leaders in his industry because he saw it as a career, uh, a career you know, move that he knew these people and he was able to have them on his show and he created a relationship with them he'd be able to you know hit him up for work or hit him up for a job like that sounds very crass like the the reason was really more altruistic and it came from a good place but you know that is an outcome if you have a, if you build a great network you know when things happen you can actually lean on people and if you actually know the key people in your industry it's very helpful. So he he took your advice without knowing. Yeah, no, and that, and that's right on. And I think I think there's nothing wrong with saying that. Like, hey, here's kind of one of my goals. But you know, it, it's all about obviously how you approach it too, because people can can spot people that are slimy from ten miles away versus people mm-hmm. that like genuinely care and they like to do it. Now, with you at FreshBooks, um, mm-hmm. do you have do you have a certain approach like that? Obviously, we talked about some of the key aspects today, but can you do you have any like you know great stories or moments where there was someone that you were looking to connect with and you kind of utilize some of these 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 tips or or whatever you want to call them to to reach out? I don't know if it's such like an interesting story or not, but you know I've been able to connect with some really like great people that I would have never been able to connect with just because like I. I sort of gave you my fridge analogy. You know, I, I like to actually do more favors for people than I take uh, mm-hmm. from people because that's sort of my personality and, and things like that. But like, I've been able to connect with you know best-selling authors through like friend of a friend or could you introduce me to this person? Like, it's the actual example isn't that interesting, but in theory, like I would never have been able to speak to and become friends with some of the people I've been able to if I haven't built the relationship and spent the time online and been more of a giver than a taker um, than, than if I hadn't. So I, I, I believe, you know, social media has been a wonderful tool for my career um, because, you know, there have been things like, um, I'll try to give you a great example. Um, you know, I, I was able to go, I've, I've gone to, you know, really fancy VIP sort of events, which you know, isn't that big of a deal to me in in the long term, but once in a while it's super cool to be able to, you know, sort of live someone else's life for a day um, because, you know, I knew the right people and I was able to, and people just invite me out of the whim because they want, you know, they want to sure. thank me for things I've done in the past. So I don't know if I answered your question. Well, let me, let me it ask. It wasn't that interesting no, no, no. answer. But let me, but, let me, let me put it this way. Let me ask another, like, kind of more specific thing. So when sure. you, when you, when you approach someone, 
Um, and, and it's all relative, right? Because it depends on who the person is and, and understand that stuff. Do you, do you have like sort of a go-to gift, if you will, that you, you know what I mean by that? Like, for example, for me, I'll, I'll expl- I'll, maybe this will help context a little wise. If I want to meet someone in my space and I really want to know them well now, I'm going to reach out and ask for an interview on my show. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's like kind of my go-to thing, not 100% of the time, but you know, if it's a fit and I see it, I'm like, hey, you know, I'd love to have you on the show. We have 250,000 people tuning in, da 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 um, That's sort of my go-to, if, I w- if you will. Do you have something like that? No, not really. I, I just try to approach people like people. Now, based on, on this interview, I'm going to build a, um, a talk show set in my basement of my home and I'm going to welcome people over to be interviewed. I don't know if there'll be cameras or anything, but but that will be the basis of, of how I do it. But but it's it's really like I don't know. Like I just try to treat people like people. I know this isn't very interesting for for your interview. I should have thought of eight ways to to meet somebody. But it's really like you know, you know how I do it. I treat every person like a possible romantic conquest, male or female, because I think if you treat people with with you know. I, I believe I try to make emotional connections with people. So if you treat people right, you treat people with respect, and you try to impress them, um, you're going to, you know, sort of a door is going to open. So I, you know, first thing I say to everybody is just, hey, or hi, or whatever. But I do try to know a little bit about everybody so I can have a conversation with people. But again, I am refusing to answer your question on the grounds of I don't have a very good answer. No, but I, I appreciate that because I, I do want to emphasize, I agree with you, by the way, that there is not a how-to. In this case, there just isn't there. I I mean, if there's a how to on how to record a video chat and put it up online, you know what I mean? Like that, that's a how to situation. This is not a how to situation because it just isn't because it's not a formula. I mean, it's not a it's like be cool. Don't be kind of an asshole. You know, that, that, you know, don't be a little greedy schmuck, you know, And, and you know, these 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 are just more guidelines that are just of any relationship, whether it's like romantic or, you know, business or whatever i mean it's the same thing that applies online and off my opinion you know for exactly. sure yeah i mean and, and i and i just you know i, I think that that's important to kind of emphasize on that now i want to ask one more kind of little little topic to jump into and i know this is something that i faced early on in my career and i hear this all the time um from people too is that they're good at meeting people they're good at giving okay uh mm-hmm. they're good at building that relationship but they hate asking for things Mm -hmm. like even when it's at that point where it's like totally cool you know what I mean and 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 I remember I was like that back in the day I was like give 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 I was almost scared to go go to someone that I knew darn well you know and say like Mm -hmm. hey can you help promote this little thing or can you help do this is there a way of getting over that is that just like you know do you have to just suck it up and do it or what would you say to people that are a little shy about that um, I hate asking people for things because oh, I'm, I'm so afraid of being let down or disappointed. Um, but I do it anyways because if you need something, you need something. And if you need something, you lean your friends. So you just do it. And, you know, if people say no, they're going to say no. You, 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 you know, you hit your lip or, or whatever. You, there's no point starting arguments or things like that. And you just move on. Um, but you just have to plow through it because, you know, that is the point of a relationship. Relationships are about give and take. No, so, I, I like, agree. Yeah, but you just ask. You, you, know, you summon up the courage, you ask for something, make sure it's not too ridiculous, and you cross your fingers and hope that um, people are good people. 
Oh, it's great. It's great advice. And you just got to, I, I think my little motivational moment here is that, you know, you just kind of got to do it. I mean, if you want to, <laughs> you know, I mean, there, there's no other better way of explaining it. I mean, yeah, some people are going to say no, no one's going to come like create a public post to put everywhere and be like, can you believe that Sal came and asked me for something like everyone make sure never to do business with this guy you know what i mean it's, it's not gonna happen if you these are your friends you know that's how you got to approach it so um sal this stuff's been super interesting today um because if anything like i think it's good that there isn't some radical thing to do or like you know two-step process i think it's just great to kind of hear like listen this way it's just about about being a you know a friendly person so tell me uh what's going on i know i know you guys have like a dl announcement going on with uh fresh books but i'm gonna have you spill it uh here on the rise to the top so tell tell us what what's shaking and actually this episode is going up uh august 29th so i think we are right on point for what's going on here Yes, so um, so nobody's actually uh, heard this yet, but um, because it's August 29th and I'm speaking into the future, um, I'm really excited to share with you guys. So um, for for the first time, we're actually making a bit of a, a, a mind share change in our company. Okay. We've always been fresh books, which is uh, about painless billing. That's been our tagline forever. And for those of you who are not in, uh, familiar with fresh books, we're the absolute best place in the world to get paid quicker, look more professional, make more money. Uh, we're an online invoicing service for service-based professionals. Um, for seven years of the company's history, we've been about painless billing, and we're making a bit of a shift, and we're now going to be about cloud accounting. So we believe we're the leader in this space. We're one of the first people really in there, and we're taking giant steps in the product and the way we communicate and message to really you know, change people's impression of us and understand that we are moving into a very exciting space, and it's something that we'll, you know, we are the leader in already, um, by default, and we're just going to continue to revolutionize, you know, how people do business in the cloud and and uh, make you know running a business much simpler for people. Uh, very cool. And I've been a longtime customer, and my and my my assistant Linda does all our billing through through FreshBooks. And mm -hmm. what's interesting is because that I think for a lot of us, the creative people in the business, right, like the mm -hmm. creative like on camera behind the mic type stuff, this stuff gives us an aneurysm. You know what I mean, and we know it's necessary, and we know that you got to make the bling bling, and it's and, and it's and it sucks. Um, and I've noticed that a lot of the other stuff that I've tried or looked at, I looked at it right away, and I was like, fell asleep on the ground. Do you know what I mean? Like I looked at it, and I was like, I, I can't even. This is giving me an anxiety attack to even look at it. Until we found Fresh Books years ago, and we were like, okay, this actually looks kind of making it fun, if you will, or you know, as fun as as this is going to be. What can we sort of expect with the kind of the cloud uh, that we're looking at? So it's basically like handling everything. I mean, not only just invoices, but just all my business finances you can put in the cloud. Is that kind of what we're expecting? Yeah, I wish I could tell you more. It's, it's like we've got amazing things coming down the pipe, but you know, you're getting sort of the exclusive on cool. the announcement. And then the week after, we're going to be actually making a couple little product tweaks that are going to be very exciting for people. But um, before I go too far, I want to actually thank you for being a customer. That's very cool. And it is appreciated. I say that with no sarcasm or, or anything like that. Like, truly, truly, like, appreciate anybody who uses our product because of you guys that, you know, I could even be, you know, on the, the computer talking to you. So thank you. And I mean that genuinely. Um, but as far as to answer your question, we are going to make some subsequent announcements and like you know pretty much for three four weeks after and it's going to be it's going to be a very fun time for our customers and hopefully it'll be something for new customers as well very cool we'll make sure to keep an eye on that uh for people that do want to keep up with it and just kind of see what's going on and, and keep in the loop is a uh, uh, 
freshbooks.com the, be the best place that they're going to be able to just kind of see what's going on? Freshbooks.com as well as our blog, freshbooks.com slash blog. Okay, so cool. We will link those both up in the show notes, my friends. And this has been literally the smartest man in the world. He's got the glasses to back it up. He's got the sweatshirt to back it up. And I hope you guys enjoyed the chat. And uh, Sal, thanks for coming on, man. This, is, this has been great. I know you, you obviously have to be uh, very busy with all this stuff that's going on. So I, I appreciate you uh, take, taking 30 minutes or so and hanging out with us here today in Rise Nation. And uh, good luck with everything, my man. Thank you. This was really cool. I wish you all the best with everything, too. And that's it. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Mr. Sal Cold, head of magic at FreshBooks. Check out, they got some really cool stuff going on. Head over to the risetotop.com slash FreshBooks. It's not a sponsor link or anything. It's just a, a little special link we set up for them. It's the risetotop.com slash FreshBooks to see all the stuff they have going on with the cloud and all kinds of uh, super cool jazz to keep your business finances in order. We appreciate Sal coming on and sharing some insights. And by the way, I got to figure out a way. I feel like I don't like having this microphone in my face, if I, if you will. I need to like switch the location of it so that it's it's somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I don't like to see it on the video, but that's a whole other story. It's neither here nor there. Reminder, jump on the VIP list, the risetop.com slash VIP to hear about everything first. I got to tell you, not to spoiler alert it too much, I've got something very, 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 very big uh, being announced over the next couple of weeks. So you're going to hear about it first if you're at the risetop.com slash VIP. Get on the list. Reminder, get that free video series at createawesomeinterviews.com. And once again, shout outs to GoToMeeting. Head over to GoToMeeting.com. Click the Try It Free button and the promo code RISE for 45 days free on me. And Carbonite at the risetop.com slash carbonite, best way to do your online backup and most affordable. So I'll see you next time. I'm David Sedman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny.